We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I think it might be peace, peace, sweetie. Arrowhead Pride, editor-in-chief. I think it might be peace, peace, sweetie. It is time to talk to our Chiefs insider, Pete Sweeney of Arrowhead Pride. Good morning, Pete. It's all brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, America's number one sportsbook and the official sportsbook of 610 Sports Radio. Have you heard about Mahomes having a sore ankle? Yeah, believe it or not, he is uh, not doing well with that ankle right now. But I, I tend to think by the time the, the game rolls around, he, he'll be okay to go. <laughs> I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Ankle Watch 2023 on Besco in the morning. So how does it change the fact that this is a different ankle <laughs> that he has sprained than that first ankle, being that it's his back leg? Your thoughts, Dr. Pete. Yes. Yes. Thank you. I got to put my, my doctor hat on. Uh, no, no doctor hat for me, but I, I, I am trying to compare and, and piece together, you know, what we do know right now. And we did talk to Andy Reed on, on Monday. And I, I think the fact that he, he's saying that this is in better shape than it was in what was week one of 2019, of course, against the Jaguars, would lead you to believe that he will be okay to practice. Now, we'll get the first injury report on, on Wednesday, uh, but going back to that week two of that year, Mahomes was a full participant uh, the entire week. So we'll see how, how honest Reed was, whether it was you know, just being optimistic or, or really feeling like it's in, in a better place uh, once we get that first designation. I would tend to think there's there's still a chance that he would he would be limited, um, but but again, if if you see that that FP, which is what we'll be looking for uh, Wednesday afternoon, you you, you got to be feeling pretty good. I know that he was asked the question about like not practicing all week. I don't care if he practices all week, Pete. Like this is the one like yeah, he's like, just a whole get there season, for Sunday has a whole season's worth of practice. If he's limited all week long, we know he's going to give it a go. And and frankly, if he can put weight on it, that's a, like a I don't know what percentage improvement than, than what he was playing with last week. Yeah, no, I, I, I completely agree. And I, I think he'll, of course, at least, at least start the game and you feel pretty good or maybe pretty good's wrong, but a little bit better about Chad Henney coming in just because 
he was able to come in cold for 18, 19 weeks and put together this 98-yard touchdown drive. But I, I tend to think, you know, nowadays the athletic training is in, in such a spot where, you know, you can get a guy ready. And, and they kept mentioning this, and I think this was important. You did have an extra day just considering it, it happened on Saturday. Uh, so if, if they need him to be off his feet for, you know, the first day or the first two days of the week, I'm, I'm sure they'll want him to, to do something uh, on Friday if it were, were two did not practices on, on Wednesday and Thursday. But, uh, yeah, limited time will be fine for Mahomes. We, we see him up at training camp, and, man, you get about two or three days in, and it, it already feels like he'd be ready to play in a, in a week one game. And, and I, I tend to think if there's anyone that, that can just um, – not not really have any reps and, and suit up and, and go, it, it certainly would be number 15. Guys, we're talking about practice here, okay? Not, not a game. Not, not, not a, a game. game. Not a game. Not a game. We're, we're talking about practice here, which is maybe the most overvalued conversation to have in the NFL since, what do they have, 17 in-season practices as it is? I mean, it's not like these guys are busting it you for mean, three like hours pads, a day. Whole, yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah, whole, yeah, yeah. The whole like, like, what, what you, what, what back in our day was considered yeah. a practice. Right, considered yeah, no, a practice was like once a week. That's all you get. It's all mental at this point of the season. You're either ready or you're not. And, and getting out there and practicing to me, whether it's Patrick Mahomes or whether it's, you know, uh, Harrison Butker, whoever the case may be, practice at this point of the season to me is just window dressing. It's about the classroom, the mental preparation. All of that's going to be fine with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, nowadays uh, you get to this part of the season in a way it would be like a, a glorified walkthrough in a sense. And Andy Reid built it that way. That was a conversation that we had with the Chiefs midseason about Andy Reid and, and building camp to be grueling, right? It's one of the worst and hardest training camps in the NFL because Andy Reid really puts them through the ringer. And and let's you know let's just say to to compare it to something it'd be like putting all this weight on your back and you just have a ton of weight. And then as the year goes on, they'll take a little bit of the weight off as, as they work out during the week. And so, you know, they get to week 16, week 17, the practices are, are again, more like walkthroughs, but because you did that work early, your, your lungs are there. Your, your, your consistency in, in working hard is there. And, and that's built up from, from really August on. And that's, that's how it's designed, and, and kudos to Andy Reid for doing that. But you're right. It's not like these practices are all that intense, especially now with just four teams left. Pete, we heard this from Mike Hilton. We'll see y'all in So they're calling it Burrowhead. Somebody made a graphic instead of Arrowhead. It says Burrowhead outside of the stadium. Yes, Joe Burrow has had some success at Arrowhead in the postseason. We have seen that before. But I look at this as like, let Cincinnati chirp all week. They're not going to be ready to come in here. They're too busy yapping. Yeah, this is a, a team that, that's really feeling itself right now uh, and and will not seemingly stop talking and and – I just think that that tends to be a good thing. I know that Kansas City got involved in that the last time around with, with Justin Reed. It seemed afterward, you know, you talked to Justin Reed a little bit about, okay, you know, where are you at? We, we were talking in the locker room about um, the game once they lost and this tweet to follow, uh, and he put it to rest. And, and you could tell that it looked like there were a couple, couple conversations that week between the two reads, and I, I just don't think you'll be seeing a, a ton of that type of stuff. Uh, this week, as much as you know, I, I tend to think the national media will be in town, and 
and trying to tell these guys what the other side is saying. But I, I really think the Chiefs are going to take the high road. Uh, and this is motivating. Like, and I always try mm-hmm. to say that, you know, as, as much as people say, hey, we're not listening to, to what the other side has said. I think enough players have shown you on social media. They're paying attention. And uh, don't be surprised if, if Chiefs are able to, to get this win if they don't say a few things back after the fact. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't expect this side of things to be matching their side when it comes to you know, Jesse Bates saying that he hopes Patrick Mahomes is healthy or, or Joe Burrow talking about refunds and how his, his Super Bowl window is his entire career. It, it's just that hasn't typically been Kansas City's style, really, aside from the, the regular season Bengals game. Uh, and I tend to think that'll be their strategy this week. The first matchup just had a few like key mistakes late, and I know that they're big, and in the playoffs, they're big as well. What are the keys for you in in the rematch with the Bengals? Yeah, you know, and I've said this to you guys at the time with the Bengals, with Travis Kelsey. Had Travis Kelsey not fumbled the ball, it's just the entire narrative, even between Mahomes and Burrow, would be a little different now mm-hmm. if you would have gotten that win. And I, I think the margin is so small. I mean, yes, you have the Bengals, and every play counts, and they have had the Chiefs number. But, you know, you change a few things. I mean, it's a, it's a team that's beaten the Chiefs. I believe it's like been a total of nine points in those three games. Uh, and so I, I just look – at, at this one, and I, I think you'd feel a lot better about Kansas City if they're able to get some quarterback pressure early in this game. And it's possible against this Bengals offensive line. You you look at them, and they were playing in, in the snow and in, in what was a blizzard, and so you have all these backup offensive linemen. The game slows down a little bit when you're playing in such extreme weather. I tend to think that won't be the case. I know it might be a little cold here, but it doesn't look like any precipitation. And so that defensive line that's been pretty good for you guys uh, should have uh, I think uh, an easier time against what it should be a weaker Bengals offensive line and so I just think it's man it's, it's getting the burrow early and how good would you feel if you're able to bring him down you know once or twice in, in the first quarter uh, I think it'd be game changing because uh, that's been the problem and the main problem against the Bengals these past few times is burrow gets too comfortable mm-hmm. uh, and to, to rattle him early I, I think will will be a key and I I wonder what Steve Spagnuolo is cooking up this week. I don't think it'll just be the defensive line. I think it'll be those timely blitzes looking for looks that they can take advantage of. And that's why the Chiefs were, were actually pretty good this year at taking down the quarterback. Second in the league it is nothing to, to turn your head uh, about. So let's see if they can finally get it done against the Bengals. Well, and, and that's the thing right there, Pete. They haven't gotten it done against this team. It's almost been like their kryptonite. I, I need Chris Jones to play big this week. I, I don't want to hear about moving the pocket and all this stuff that you know amateur coaches are looking at at the All-22 when they're sitting at home. I need to see legit sacks in this game. If Chris Jones gets two sacks in this game, Chiefs win this thing going away, in my opinion. Yeah, and, and it's turnover-free football, uh, but with Jones, I, I think Getting that playoff sack off his back, you know, it's something that he's aware of. He made that clear last mm-hmm. week. He's not able to get it done against Trevor Lawrence. But I, I tend to think it's one of these things where if, if Jones can, can get one, then I think it, it, you know, could sort of open things up for him where he's like, okay, got that monkey off my back. And now you're playing a little bit looser. I, I'm not saying that, that Jones is pressing, but, I mean, you could, you could clearly tell that it, uh, it's something he wants to get done. Uh, and then once he does, maybe it's one of those Chris Jones monster games. If there's ever a game that you feel like you need that, I, I think it's it's this one and, and just getting Joe Burrow uncomfortable. And it's not only the sacks. I, I think the Chiefs have shown a knack stemming from Carlos Dunlap coming in here of uh, these passes, defense, these bat downs at the line. 
that could also get into a quarterback's head. And so, you know, you, this is a, a, not that every game isn't, but if there's a, any game that's a little bit more of a, a key game for the defensive line, I, I think it's certainly this one. Well, and, and I also think, too, you know, getting that first sack out of the way, you're right, that does relieve a lot of pressure. It's like a rookie getting his first hit in baseball. Get that first hit out of the way. Okay, now I can breathe a little bit easier. And with Chris Jones bringing it up, it tells you, at least in my opinion, that it is bothering him. It is frustrating him that he has to hear about this. Meanwhile, you got a guy down the other end of the line that's fourth in NFL history in playoff sacks. Like Frank Clark, I thought, took over that game against Jacksonville and wrecked that game and was a big reason why the Chiefs were able to beat Jacksonville. So Frank Clark has to continue to do what he's doing, but Chris Jones also has to come to the party as well, and we can't have another zero-sack performance against Joe Burrow. Otherwise, Cincinnati wins this game. Yeah, the arrival of, of vintage Frank Clark is, is such a blessing, and yep. and he's flashed like that at times. And, you know, you thought his best game was against the 49ers earlier in the year, and then what happens? He, he's suspended for two games out of the building for, you know, one of those weeks. And then, you know, it, it wasn't necessarily the same that the rest of the year. But, man, he looked he looked like that closer last week and you know he, he himself was was saying before the game that that, that was what he expected and he was able to follow through uh, George Carlos was a nice surprise toward toward the end of the season really I, I think playing like a veteran and so man it's just if Chris Jones can turn it on and continue to give these guys one-on-one matchups they're feeling good I, I think the rest of the line is impressive as well with your Mike Dana and, and Derek Nadi breaking through for you know what was a sack I, I know that drive eventually turned into a touchdown but now get pressure on Joe early, you know, if you can. And I think it's going to be a different feeling game for the Chiefs. You know, you don't want to see that that rhythm from the Cincinnati offense early. Pete, Mahomes injury overshadowing just about everything else uh, transactionally. But um, McCall Hardman, CEH, uh, Fortson, any chance at any extra reinforcements from, from those three this week? Well, you know, we keep saying the thing about Hardman. It's been a little bit of a mystery, uh, you know, based upon some of the things that he's put out there and on social media and the chiefs continued slight optimism. You, you think that there's a chance this, this week we'll have to see again, what, what happens with his uh, injury status when they do release that initial injury report on Wednesday. And I, I tend to think with Chris Lamont's being waived, maybe Jody Fortson is ready to go. Like that would be my guess. I'm not, I'm not sure if they were in a, in a huge rush to, to bring Clyde Edwards Alaire back into this mix, but Jody Fortson you know, has really been a, a quiet weapon for the Chiefs, uh, certainly in the red zone. But but they have said, and Patrick Mahomes has said, you know, we, earlier in the year, we got to get this guy going. And it's just a another dangerous weapon for for the Chiefs, you know, behind Travis Kelsey that that they can utilize. And again, the the more variety that you add as far as weapons for Andy Reid, the the more defensive confusion there's going to be. So. Uh, I would tend to think it, the the move would would be to to activate Fortson here, but uh, remains to be seen, and, and they need to make sure that that elbow is ready to go. Do you think it'll be a twenty four hours of Lamans on the cut list and then brought back, or do you think it, he's done? Well, it, it's 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 possible either way. I mean, he's been such a, an important special teams guy mm-hmm. for for the team. So if he lands on the practice squad, the practice squad rules, as you saw last week with the the activation of, of McCall Hardman and, and Austin Ryder, uh, or I'm sorry, um, Marcus Kemp and Austin Ryder, it allows you to do different things. And, and so we'll see how, how Dave Tobe operates, but the Chiefs are always doing these procedural things just to, just to, I think, stay ahead of it. And when you have guys that are willing to do that, whether it be a Le Mans or Austin Ryder, who's always off and on the practice squad, it gives you a slight advantage. So 
Sure. I mean, it could be procedural, but I'm also eyeing Jody Fortson. What a weapon that would be to get back in the middle of the playoffs here. Pete, thanks for the time. Looking forward to a fun week ahead at ArrowheadPride.com. All right, guys. That's uh, Pete Sweeney of Arrowhead Pride, our 610 Sports Radio Chiefs Insider. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.